everyone, and welcome back to Behind the Spacebar, why you should create a connected stage. Behind the Spacebar is a podcast for playback techs, music directors, musicians, really anyone performing on stage with Ableton Live. Uh, each week, we take a topic and discuss something that's going to um, help you use Ableton on stage, help you use tracks on stage, or maybe even help advance your career. Uh, a couple episodes ago, we talked about uh, how to get started with consulting and training in Ableton Live. We've got uh, a few things coming up that, that kind of tie into that, but whatever it is, it's all to help you do your job a little easier. Today is a super fun episode. Uh, this is something that I love talking about, and um, in reality, I haven't talked a lot about it on the YouTube channel yet because when I launch, I kind of have a specific focus for every single day. If you didn't know this, I release a new video tutorial every single day on the YouTube channel, new podcast on Monday, new podcast uh, on Thursdays, but then every other day is a tutorial. And uh, in those seven days, I haven't devoted a specific day to the connected stage. And the connected stage is this concept I came up with um, in uh, 2019. And I started teaching a class uh, both um, just online called The Connected Stage and then a class called Ableton Live in The Connected Stage. And it was this concept and idea of using Ableton Live as kind of master control as this central command center that then sends commands to your lights, to your video, to your guitar pedals, to your Nord, to your soundboard even uh, to control and change presets to keep everything in sync. Uh, and so um, that's something that uh, heading into the summer and heading into the fall, I'm going to be talking a whole lot more about. And in fact, I'm kind of contemplating and I don't want to commit to this yet because it's foolish because it takes so much work to already create uh, seven videos every single week as I'm almost tempted to on either Monday or Thursday say, okay, I'm going to do a, pod a podcast and then I'm also going to do a, a tutorial. So I have yet to commit to that. I probably shouldn't because I shouldn't be doing nine videos a week. It's just ridiculous. It's a lot as it is, but uh, that's something I'm contemplating. Maybe I'll, I'll kill one of these or, you know, devote it to the connected stage at some point. But anyway, regardless, I thought this would be a good start, a good refresher back to this. Um, this is one of the things that uh, I'm kind of known for in the Ableton community. Again, we talked in that, um, should you become an Ableton Live certified trainer episode we talked about in the getting started with consulting and training with Ableton Live Consulting and Training, we talked about the importance of having a niche. For me, I got started Ableton running tracks in a worship context, and then it expanded to Ableton running tracks just kind of in general is, is my expertise and my focus. But um, in about 20, uh, I guess 2012 or maybe 2011, 2012, I started using Ableton Live as what I call master control and started creating this concept of the connected stage and this idea of Ableton Live kind of, again, is master control to control different things. And this started in a church context, which I think makes a lot of sense because um, you're, you're limited on budget, you're limited on volunteers, on resources. You can use one laptop to control your entire production. Lights, lyrics, video, uh, you know, gear, pedals, all sorts of things, soundboards even. Um, you could do a lot there. But then, I again, I started to see that expand to smaller bands that were playing venues, bands that were playing, you know, a thousand cap uh, uh, um, uh, rooms that um, they would walk in and they would travel with their own lights with an LED wall, with a projector or whatever, and they could have the same production value as everyone else. This starts, to, I'm starting to get to one of my first four points here. Um, but the Connect Stage is just really a concept that's exciting, um, that uh, I, I particularly am excited about and 
particularly in the context of using Ableton Live to create the connected stage. So for today's podcast, I've got four reasons why I think you should create a connected stage. I'm going to try to run through these pretty quickly. I'd love to hear in your comments. Uh, I'd love if you're watching on YouTube in particular where you can comment or on the site, leave a comment to let me know, one, are you doing any of these? Are you controlling anything, creating a connected stage? And then two, let me know what's the biggest benefit to you? What's the biggest reason for you to create a connected stage? It may not be one of these four points. I want to hear from you what you think it is. Okay, let's get to it. Number one, uh, reason why you should create a connected stage. You can have the same capabilities. You can have the same level of production that the big kids have, right? So you go see a show that's traveling, uh, fills a giant stadium up. They have uh, tons of tractor trailers full of gear. They have 100 people that are going to pull LED walls out and, and lights and set up this giant stage. Well, you can have the same level of production that those folks have with, you know, with spending about half the amount of money. Now, granted, I'm not saying you can have a giant LED wall that spans the stage um, that they have and spend half the amount of money, although you probably could. LED walls have gotten a lot cheaper. But what I mean is you can walk into a venue and a, th- a thousand seat 500 seat uh, venue and you can have uh, your tracks in sync with your video with your lights um, you could do the same things that that those folks are on the road doing uh, at, at, you know about half the price you could do the same exact thing you could still have a production that's perfectly in sync that's together um, uh, without a massive amount of budget um, and number two reason why I think you should create a connected stage. You can have a well-produced production without an additional person. So what I mean by that is you can sit with your band in rehearsal and grab a lighting board, grab a, a, a lighting software and pre-program all your lights so that um, your hits, your lighting cues are perfectly in time with your music and they, they help to create this motion. I always say uh, production is not meant to be noticed or seen. It's meant to be felt. Right. And it's just this idea. If you go to a really good show, you don't want to notice, wow, look at what those lights are doing. Now, sometimes it is about big and it's about like, you know, over the top and grand. But most of the time we want to use lights. We want to use video to to supplement, to really drive home the, the point emotionally that we're trying to make with our content. And when you have a connected stage experience where Ableton Live is controlling your video server, Ableton Live is playing back video in, in Resolute Arena. Ableton Live is playing back video in QLab, whatever it is, ProPresenter, whatever software you're using, hardware you're using, um, you could do all of that without having an additional person on stage. You don't have to travel with a lighting designer if you can spend time together as a band designing lights in rehearsals and then go on the road with the same lights, with the same lighting console or software, and you can have that. The other beauty of this that ties into this number three is you could do the work once and you're done. And again, what I mean by that is you could say, okay, we're going to go on the road with a Grand MA3. We're going to rent it. These are the lights we're going to have. They're going to be consistent every show. You can, in rehearsals, sit and program and set all your cues. Then you can use Ableton Live to control your console, either using MIDI. A lot of the time with lights and with video, you're using LTC or SMPT or MTC, which is the MIDI flavor of, uh, of SMPT. And you can use that to control your lights. And again, you can do the work once. You could even hire a lighting designer and say, okay, we're going to be rehearsing for this week. We'd love to pay you. Um, you know, we can't pay you to go out on the road with us. We don't have enough money. We don't have enough space, but we'll pay you, um, you know, uh, your day rate for a week. Now, again, we can't pay you for our uh, three month run, but we can pay you a day rate for a week to uh, come send our rehearsal, program our lights, and then we use LTC. We use MIDI to control our lighting console. And again, the beauty of this is you do the work once. 
and then it's done. As long as you have that same lighting console, your lights are still addressed at the same DMX channels, then you've done the work once and you're done. The fourth reason, and again, I only got four reasons for this episode, uh, so we're almost done here, um, that you should create a connected stage that allows you to focus on the performance. And what I mean by that is, yes, we can control lights, we can control lyrics, we can control video, those sorts of things. But imagine if you're a piano player and a vocalist, if you're singing, you're trying to remember the lyrics, you're trying to engage the crowd. If you're a worship leader, you're, you're playing acoustic guitar, you're playing keys, you're, you're trying to think of the lyrics, trying to think of what you've got to say, you're trying to lead worship, whatever the context is, whatever context you're in as you're listening to this, you're, you're doing lots of things at once. But imagine being a keys player. And in addition to all the stuff you're, you're, you're thinking about, engaging the audience, remembering the lyrics, remembering the chords, you've got to remember to change your keyboard presets at the right time. And if you've got something crazy to where you're going from a pad sound to a piano sound, you want to get that change at just the right time. Imagine if you were able to just focus on the performance and just step up to the keyboard and put your hands down on the keys and know at all times it's the right preset. If you're a guitar player, imagine being able to play guitar if you've got a wireless pack and walk across stage. And while you're across stage, you could suddenly go from a clean funk rhythm part to a you know super high saturated fuzz lead part and not be anywhere near your pedal board. And you don't have to do the Metallica thing where the guitar tech comes out and manually changes your pedals. You could do all that with MIDI. You could do all that by creating a connected stage. So using a connected stage allows you to focus on the performance. Yes, it allows you to um, sync up your lights, your lyrics, your video, your production elements, but also allows you to stay focused on the performance. Even a small thing, this was a huge thing to me as a guitar player. As someone who played guitar, uh, played rhythm and switched from acoustic and electric, uh, typically at the end of a song and have to switch to the other one. But I was also playback tech and I was also running tracks. It was it was huge for me to have uh, a MIDI clock and tempo being sent to my delay pedal so that I never had to tap tempo again. I just literally would pick up my guitar. I would turn on my delay and start playing and I know it's perfectly in time. I don't have to think about, you know, I've got a measure to tap one, two, three, four to get in time. It's going to be in time right now, whether I play in time. Or the rest of the band plays in time with the click is a different story. Uh, but you should create connect to stage one because you can have the same capabilities that the big kids have um, with half the budget, right? Which is great Two, You can have a well-produced production without an additional person. Again, hire that person, hire the person you wish you could take on the road, but you just can't afford for a week. Have them come in and program your lights because number three, you could do the work once and it's done. You could spend a week-long rehearsal programming your uh, your video switcher, your lighting cues, your video cues, and go travel with a consistent show every single night without having an additional person there. And then four, you can focus on the performance. What I mean by that is you can stay in the moment. You could just put your hands on the keys and be confident that it's the right presets. As a guitar player, you could just focus on playing and not trying to turn pedals on and off at the right time and have the right presets at the right time and have your, your MIDI tempo um, uh, your tap tempo, your delays, your tremolos in sync perfectly at the right time. So if you're interested in creating a connected stage, uh, I want to encourage you to head to from studio to stage.com. And I've got um, a link in the show notes here. That's going to take you to a, a collection of free resources. That's really great. Uh, you can find those from studio stage.com slash free. Uh, and particularly with the connected stage, I've got free time code cues. I've got free MIDI cues as well as a bunch of other stuff that will help you with running tracks. But if you head there and de- uh, download, those free mini cues, those free LTC cues, you're going to be started and heading the right direction. And then eventually, if you decide to subscribe and become a from studio stage student, we have a whole path uh, where we talk about control and how to control different things with Ableton Live, lighting consoles, videos, uh, systems, uh, video servers, 
uh, software with Ableton Live. Um, everything you need to know how to do, you'll learn when you become a From Studio Stage student. But start by heading to fromstudiostage.com slash free, again, to check out those free resources. And if you're interested in going deeper with this, like I mentioned at the beginning, I post a new tutorial or podcast Every single day of the week, seven days a week, 10 a.m. Central is when it goes live. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. I've got a link in the show notes here, description, if you want to get to that. Uh, And then while you're there, hit the bell icon so you're notified when I post new content. Again, 10 a.m. Central every single day. Uh, I don't want you to miss out on this. And particularly if you're a band that wants to have a a show that's just as good as the big kids uh, and that's just as well produced with half the budget uh, without having to take someone on the road, do the work once and it's, uh, it's done, it's right. Every single time, consistent show, uh, and then uh, opportunity to focus and stay focused on the performance. Um, then subscribing to this channel, you'll learn how to do exactly just that. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Behind the Spacebar. We'll see you next week. Um, uh, we've got a lot of great content coming. Um, I'm looking at the rest of the year and planning that, and I'm super excited about the content that's on the way. Thanks so much for listening, for watching. We'll see you on the next one. Take care, everybody. Bye.